Welcome to Active Activism, part of the Fem On Collective. I'm your host, Tanya Todd. In this series, my guests share the causes important to them, how they became involved, and why we should be active in our activism. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us for the first episode of Active Activism. I am very proud to introduce my premier guest. Sarah O'Connell is an arts advocate here in Las Vegas. Some even call her a local hero. Sarah, please introduce yourself and tell listeners what you do. Hi, I'm Sarah O'Connell, and I am the artistic director of the Asylum Theater. And I'm also the principal director of a consulting company called Eat More Art LLC that advocates for local arts and local arts economies. So why is your advocacy important to you? Well, I've found myself often in a situation where the thing I want hasn't been invented yet. And so um, I have to advocate for ideas when I have a vision. (laughs) But I've also found that as a woman, um, almost everything I've ever wanted has uh, required me to advocate to get it. No one's walked along and just offered anything on a silver platter. And so in order to get what I want out of life, I have to advocate. So that's sort of it, by necessity, the mother of invention. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me a bit about how you initially got involved. Well, part of me wonders when I first started to think I am an advocate, Uh, (laughs) because I realized that I've had to live and breathe uh, the sort of like, hey, everybody, what do you think about this approach to life? for so long that I didn't know that that had a name. So uh, I found myself becoming involved more officially as an advocate, the more advanced I got as an artistic director of a theater company. So I'd say involving myself in a local nonprofit caused me to try to speak out more about the great work that it did and to get more friends and supporters, the community to back it up. And that's really advocacy is saying what you think and seeing if others will come on board with you. And on that note, tell us why others should join this fight. Well, I think it's lost on us in America uh, what it really means to be born free in a democracy, (laughs) especially if life doesn't feel easy, because free and easy don't go hand to hand. Uh, But to be free in a democracy means that you really can speak up when you have an idea about something. And you really are free to go around in your communities and find other like-minded people who agree with you, who want to work together to make something happen. And that's actually not something that's easily done everywhere in the world. And so one of the things about advocacy is when you see a problem, you really can work to solve it in the United States of America if you have patience and the right team behind you. So I feel that empowering. And so I feel like I hate feeling helpless. As a woman, I hate being frustrated (laughs) and (laughs) I want to be empowered. And again, um, my company is called Eat More Art because you are what you eat. So um, (laughs) I believe I believe that, uh, you know, in order to um, have the to be the person that you are, you have to create and digest the things that make that person. So if I want to be someone who's feeling connected if I want to feel like I'm solving problems and able to move forward in life, if I want to feel uh, excited about the people in my neighborhood and able to celebrate my life rather than just um, complain about it, then I find advocacy 
though it can often be tiring, makes me feel like it's empowering and at the end of the day, positive, even if you're advocating on a tough issue. So what are some of the tough issues that you are fighting to achieve? Well, you know, I'm an artist by vocation, but that kind of means that you fight for humanity at all times in general, and art is just one of the ways you do it. <laughs> so, I mean, there's the obvious tough fights of, say, a political candidate that you'd like to see in power or in office to work with you as a partner. And those can be tough because so many people have to agree on the same individual or issue to vote for it. Uh, so that can be hard no matter what the issue because of the scale of what you're advocating for. But um, the stuff that can become very tough is those things that affect um, personal identity because you often want to send a general message to people, but you know it's gonna hit every individual you're trying to reach in a personal way. And sometimes it gets complicated when you're trying to get everyone to come together around an issue, when they're all coming at it from different angles and uh, things related to women's reproductive rights, for example, are at the heart of power dynamics of the human race. <laughs> and so that's always gonna be a hard one to, uh, to debate. If you're talking something less personal and more financial than my work fighting for the arts in a world, in, a, in an ecosystem that tends to reward um, the less creative industries is a tough one. Uh, I think it's one of the hardest fights because the arts are always about the thing that isn't made yet. And so you're trying to fight for a cause that isn't created <laughs> and that can be hard. Yeah. So what are some of the best ways that listeners can support these causes? Well, the first thing I'd say is um, I approach all of life the way I would any theater activity because I'm a theater artist. And so it's how I see the world. It's how it was trained. So I think about um, what I learned in acting that helps me when I work as an advocate, because acting is about taking action to pursue an op a goal confronted with obstacles. And what does an actor do to empower their character to uh, fight for their goals in the face of adversity. And as an actor, you're trained first and foremost to pretend there's nothing else in the world on that stage but you. And what can I do as an actor to tell my story, communicate my message with only myself? I have my voice and I have my body and I have my relationship to the other people in the room watching me on, you know, who are in the audience. And so, I look at those areas as an individual looking to help support other groups, like what's within my own arm's reach. Uh, in acting, we have this thing called the levels of wear. And I like to tell people in advocacy, you also have three levels of wear that affect you and that mean you can affect them. There's the level in the, uh, of what you can reach in your own hands. I'm sitting in front of a computer. I could type a bunch of messages to my congressman, my civic councilman, other people who are colleagues in the arts world right now, and that's advocacy. You know, I could mail letters, I could make art projects. There's lots of things I can do with my two hands that don't need anyone's permission. And I can be fighting for that goal or telling that story, communicating that message. So I'd say, look around yourself. Anything you can touch is something you can do for the cause you believe in. And then I look at the next place actors look, What's on stage? If I had to walk across the stage, what could I work with? 
<laughs> with the tools within arm's reach. You are and, speaking my language here. <laughs> yeah, and when I think of arm's reach in the advocacy sense, I think, what is my community? The people who already believe in me, arm's reach, eye to eye, where level am I at professionally or with whatever group I'm finding myself that I have to identify with others? And who can I reach already? I can reach them, just me and them outside of myself, but still in my sphere. And then the third place, which is really the place we're trying to impact, are the people who don't believe yet or don't know yet. <laughs> and that's in the acting world. It's not the actor. It's not what's on stage with the actor. It's what we say is beyond the room, beyond the scene with the actor. What's on the other side of the wall or just off in the wings that the audience can't see, but that the actor knows is there and affects their behavior? Real quick, an example is, if I know I'm in a, a, a place where there might be someone outside in the hallway, I'm not gonna yell fire in a crowded theater in that building unless there's a fire because someone on the outside side of the room might hear it and do something I don't want, right? I don't wanna, so, so their behavior in the hallway affects my choices on stage with myself. Right. Consequently, if what they do out there affects me, that means that's a bridge. What I do here can affect them. <laughs> so I look at not just what I can do with my own bare hands and not just what I can do with our community, but who's just on the other side of our community that impacts this issue, that's impacting us. How can we tug on that line and impact them instead and start to make the waves that kind of reverberate from who we are on the inside as the individual all the way out to the just beyond our community, but to the people who need to be convinced, lawmakers, you know, administrators, voters, or, you know, colleagues, if you're trying to make a change in within a work environment. I mean, advocacy is really about putting an idea across and getting other people to agree. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, that was a lot, but that's kind of how no, it was it. great. It was fantastic. <laughs> And that's sort of that's sort of it. I used to sort of work in, out, and out in as 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 we do in the theater or the other way we work. I know that you do writing and we talk about being backwards and forwards. How does how do we understand what we've created from the beginning to the end? But if we looked at the story from the end to the beginning, is there something missing? And has that revealed something I need to look at? Yeah. So I tend to just keep going in and out and then back out and back in. And just always thinking about that when I make a decision to try something, I guess. So thinking back to what you said about those just beyond the room, mm -hmm. let's say someone is unsure of their ability to contribute or just not quite sure they want to get involved. What's a small way they can help? Well, first and foremost, you find the people who already care about what you're doing, who have already maybe gone the extra mile you might not be ready for and just support them because whatever effort they're making, I guarantee you there's something that they um, they could use help with. Like, for example, if I started out writing letters to people and I made a little traction writing letters to people, maybe the way to help me is to write a letter too. Or maybe the way to help me is to help me tell other people to write letters. Or maybe it's to um, figure out ways that maybe you just need me to, I need you to stuff the envelopes. <laughs> hey, I mean, helps. Is, you don't ever have to talk to another human being to help a nonprofit. If you want to help them with mailing campaigns, answering messages, sharing social media, 
if you're a small nonprofit, especially in a place like Las Vegas, but anywhere really, there's never enough shares. And it sounds trite, but trust me, I'm not joking. Like in local arts, 60% of the audience that attends a Nevada Ballet Theater production at the Smith Center, even with all the advertising they have, comes from a word of mouth audience. So the impact any one individual can have on local arts is immense and immediate. All you gotta do is show up to the thing and bring a friend and you've doubled your impact. <laughs> and trust me, at the small local level, everybody matters, is noticed and appreciated and essential. So that's, it sounds silly, but it matters that you even just show up. And the other thing I would say is sending um, notes to people in the community who should know about it and appreciate it. For example, anything related to a local nonprofit is publicly funded on some level. And where they need the support here in Las Vegas is the county commissioner needs to know that matters to you. The city council person needs to know that matters to you. Yes, we wanna convince our senators and Congress people about things, but the reality is that level of where isn't just about a person. It's about how democracy works. Going back to the fact that we the people, it's about the individual and then it's about their individual community. And then it might be about the individual institution that serves that community. So those individual institutions, like say UNLV, College of Fine Arts there, or the College of Liberal Arts, these are two institutions that have their own level of where and ways you can advocate for education in our community for everyone is to support UNLV's different colleges and making sure that their outreach to communities is heard. Because at a place like UNLV is the wellspring of, there's 19 different colleges in that university, healthcare, public policy, athletics, arts, you name it. And each of those colleges does stuff to reach out to the community. And if you support the place that fosters the education of those things, by showing up to the events themselves, not just setting a $5 a year, but actually showing up, that will actually make more impact directly on what happens the year next year when they offer events and programs than any other thing you could do because they measure their impact based on who shows up for them. And so if you show up and make sure that you write a thank you note to them or you send a thank you note to a county commissioner or state legislature and say, I went to this great experience courtesy of this nonprofit or this group. And I want you to know about it because it matters to me as a voter that I got to have this experience. It's not even a complaining note. It's a thank you note. Right. Yeah. I didn't even think about something like that. That's a, a wonderful suggestion. I find that because I'm a, I like to create rather than destroy and if things need, but I also believe in dismantling junk that's not doing things that don't work. <laughs> but I believe in um, positive reinforcement in the classroom if I was a teacher. <laughs> um, you are a I teacher, that, yeah. just not in the classroom. <laughs> right. Well, the arts are the world's classroom. When you go right. out of school, that's where you go to learn things, right? It's creative places and arts and humanities. And um, what I think is that in the theater, when you make changes or give rewrites to actors, even if they're a last minute, if it's better, it's easy to make the change. <laughs> if, it's, if it's different, but you're not sure it's going to really work better, it's harder to learn that new line or to make that new adjustment to your action on stage. And I think the same with advocacy. So I like positive energy around um, important change. So I focus on uh, being grateful, 
gratitude and focusing on the positive first, but I also focus on the positive solution that can get us past the obstacle. I prefer to advocate based on coming in with a solution before I bring up the problem rather than just coming in with the problem. And I find that um, if you shy away from getting involved, it has to do a lot with negative mojo or being emotionally blackmailed into committing more than you feel like it. And, and I say, if you want to get involved, don't feel guilty about saying no if there's stuff you don't want to do. Whatever keeps you volunteering, stay volunteering. It's okay to change yeah. how, but don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you, Sarah, for sharing your advocacy. How can people connect with you online and support your work? Oh, thanks for asking. My favorite piece of advocacy is eatmoreartvegas.com because you are what you eat. So eat more art, as I said before. And that is the website that we founded seven years ago to promote the local independent arts and culture in Las Vegas and Southern Nevada. So it's all advocacy for local nonprofits and any kind of a story that's there is really very, there's no middlemen. There's, uh, it's just a heart to heart kind of way to learn about your community. And if you contact us there, um, you can always reach me at Sarah at eatmoreartvegas.com. And I'm here to help um, no matter what the cause really. I'm just, I'm a lover, not a fighter, or I'm a fighter with love, I guess. Yes. <laughs> Well, thank you everyone for listening. This has been Active Activism, part of the Femme On Collective.